Welcome to the Linsanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Linsanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get into the podcast, I want to give a quick shout out to you incredible listeners, supporters of the network, whether it's listening to Circle City Cinema, listening to Linsanity, Power Hour People, whatever it is. Um, you know, we always appreciate the support. Um, please don't be afraid to to give us that feedback um, as we uh, continue to keep putting out episodes. Zach on um, cinema, uh, put, talking about the bear, secret invasion, all kinds of shows that are out right now. And um, and obviously for, for Bryce and I here, uh, the football season's coming up. Uh, we got NBA. Uh, we're, we're going into more of an NBA free agency side of things today, Bryce. But and I mean, there was absolutely uh, plenty of action that took place. Yeah, yeah, yep. I mean, a lot of shocks, some not so shocks. Um, interesting moves by certain teams. Really good moves by some teams. And we're going to talk about it all. We are. We are. Um, and I guess you know nothing specific here, Bryce, in terms of you know, how this pod, you know, how I thought the pod should start or what the, you know, because I think we could go in a thousand different directions with it. So I'll, I'll, I'll let you start it off. I mean, thinking about 2023 free agency, I mean, what comes to your mind? You know, was there a certain team that you were like, they just, they killed it. Um, was there a team that you're just like, Oh my gosh, how can they mess this up as much as they did um, team that you thought would do more that lacked it. Um, obviously it's early in the pregnancy process, but so many of these deals happen so early and there's so few free agents left over. Mm-hmm. Well, one sticks out to me, Caleb Lynn, my Pacers. Oh, come on. My Pacers oh, come on. had an outstanding Tw- offseason so far, uh, open to free agency. We locked down our point guard of the future for five years. We traded okay. for a wasted talent on a bench. Thank you, New York Knicks, for basically giving us Obi Toppin for nothing. Thank you for that. And then we signed. We were the big winners on Bruce Brown sweepstakes. Oh, I mean, if you, if you want to be the biggest winner off a role player, off a fifth man role player, off a sixth man role player, be you know Bryce, be my freaking guest. But we don't need him to be our best player. We need him to be. <laughs> The third or fourth or fifth best player on the floor. No, he's not a third best player on the floor. He could be. He could be. Oh, come on. He could be. Come on. You would never have said this if he was on Denver. You would have never said this if he was on Denver. Well, because Denver is loaded with talent. You never would have said this ever, ever. Are you you taking Michael Porter or or Bruce Brown? Michael Porter. No, you're not. No, you are not. No, you are not. No, you're not. There's no way you are. There's no way. Why? Because you buy think Bruce Brown affects ball winning. Is that what you, that's what you're saying? You think Bruce he Brown affected winning winning. in the finals and against the Lakers? Yeah, your team is not finals ready, Bryce. I didn't say we were finals ready, did I? But we're making the playoffs. A disagree? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't disagree. Uh, that's what I thought. That's I mean, what I thought. You, I mean, but you overpaid for Brown. I mean, that, just, no, okay. You, you overpaid for. We have money. Well, we I have mean, money, well, and we have a team option on the second year. Yeah, you'll probably you'll probably. Do I mean, look, that. the Pacers. The Pacers are. The Pacers are a team that 
you know, certainly, I, I mean, I, I could give you the credit, Bryce. I mean, they, they definitely put together something. Uh, I mean, they overpaid for Halliburton, but uh, you look at, you oh, look at the pay- No, 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 no. You don't get to do that. And I hope that I'm was kidding. a joke that came I'm kidding, uh, yeah, I'm, that kidding I'm kidding, be, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That better be you, clown. <laughs> Getting Albert back and the fact that he signed the deal was was huge for the Pacers. And I mean, they and I, I mean, probably one of my three or four favorite moves of the free agency saga was the Pacers getting Obi Toppin for the nickel uh, and the penny. And yeah, the thank you. Crumbs that I ate for breakfast. I mean, they basically just didn't get they did not get anything back for him. And Obi, in my opinion, could start for this team. He could be an awesome bench player. He just gives the Pacers so many options. And, I mean, Bryce, I know you and I have talked about this, and we've talked about this with Zach, too, but it's like, I mean, as in your time as a Pacer fan, right, you've seen a lot of teams that have been close um, and some down years, sure. But in terms of young talent that gets you optimistic, have you ever, and I would almost take this one step further because you're an Indianapolis fan. Have you seen any Indianapolis team have this much young talent? No, no, not, e- not even when Paul George was here because they, he had so many vets around him that made him successful. I mean, Roy, you could say Roy Hibbert and, and Paul George kind of came up, you know, t- quote unquote together. Sure. But I mean, not, not like this, not, you know, we have, we have a lot of lottery picks on our team. Um, particularly from 2020, but then on, yeah. you know, from, yeah. from our poor record. So no, I, and genuinely excited, genuinely like can give these guys contracts uh, like Halliburton. No, we haven't had that in a while, but it's hmm. very exciting. I think if anything, I think at the, at the minimum, we're a playing team, but they're going to be fun to watch. They're going to be fun to watch Caleb. I know I it, it if I know we're, we're not going to get a lot of national TV games and that's fine. But I mean, this is a team that I actually like want to watch this year. I'm with you. Like, and I haven't said that in a couple of years. Yeah. I I think they're going to be really fun to watch. I mean, offensively, they're going to push the tempo. They got guards galore. Um, I think their bigs are really good for the modern game. Mm -hmm. Um, I I mean, I'm excited to kind of see what some of these guys are capable of, whether it's Turner Smith um, in a full year, whether it's, you know, I mean, in Wara on a full year, like. I don't know Pacers how to play all these guys. I, I can't lie. But it's, but that's exciting. That's an exciting uh, problem yeah, like is. you talked about. It is an exciting problem because all of these guys are, are young and they're going to buy in to whatever the plan is and they're going to adjust. I mean, like that's, I mean, the Pacers really have done a terrific job at, at acquiring talent and acquiring talent at a high level and not necessarily give up a ton and they still have some salary that they can flip. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the concept of if they want to, I don't know if I would, but if they want to trade buddy, they could, if they want to trade Tice's contract, they could, cause it's one year and expiring at nine mil. Yes. Please if they want to trade McConnell, uh, McConnell's well. in another situation <laughs> where you could also, I believe, He's it's like uh, you could you could basically it's like an option, in my opinion, I believe reading it the way I'm reading it. But either way, like the Pacers could make some moves here and and get 
something that could help them if they do make a push, if they mm-hmm. can make a push higher than what we think, if they can get inside the top five, if they want to upgrade a position that they think they need to upgrade, you could do that with the salaries. You throw those salaries together, Bryce, that's $36 million. That's enough for a decent, that's, that's enough for someone of a max player, or right? A low max player. And, and you know, it gives you an opportunity if you wanted to get, if you wanted to add someone, and, you know, and I, and the Pacers have the, the ability to, to do that. They have the talent to do that. I'm with you. Um, a very fun off season for you. A very fun off season for your team. Uh, next up um, on my list. Um, I'm just going to cut right to it. Uh, I think Dylan Brooks uh, getting a $20 million uh, per season contract uh, for four years is an atrocity. It's an embarrassment to the game of basketball. And he absolutely doesn't deserve $20 million per season. Uh, his offensive numbers don't show it. Um, I respect the fact that he was able to guard players at a high level defensively, uh, but he has shown that he really caused this Memphis Grizzlies team a ton of problems. Memphis Grizzlies are a young team and the Rockets are a young team and they just sat there and tried and are trying to replicate the same thing. Um, I don't, I mean, in general, we could get into the Rockets offseason, Bryce. I mean, it, it just really, yeah. it's, it's con- very confusing. I mean, you can't really navigate it. You're paying Van Vliet what you're paying him. You're paying Jock Landale six or seven million dollars per season. You're paying Jeff Green six million on an expiring. Dylan Brooks at 20 million, like I mentioned. I mean, and then the draft picks. I mean, you and I talked about the potential in their draft. Well, I mean, what's the window to this draft, to the draft picks playing? I mean, it just, to me, this is just a, an absolute disaster. And I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and like, I'm not going to try to be the owner or anything, but like you, I don't know how you could sit here and evaluate what the front office has done and consider it good or have it make any sense. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is confusing to me, especially with the amount of young talent they have, they have on this team. Uh, like I shared with you earlier, it almost seems like Ime Yudoka said, I don't want to do the youth movement fully. I need some vets. And, and they went out and they spent a lot on, on Brooks and, and Van Fleet. They brought in Jeff green, probably as you know, your, your big time veteran presence that's been around um, which why he would want to go there. I don't know. Uh, it seems odd to me. I, I mean, it has to be, he just has decided, look, I've championship. I've tried to championship hunt. I've, I've tried to, I mean, I can only see it as him trying to get the most money, but I, I'm with you. It feels weird. It is weird. And so, I mean, but again, like, are you going to play your young guys like this? I feel like this is, it, it, it's going to help, but it also kind of stifles guys like Jalen Green and Kevin Porter and and uh, and Thompson that who you just drafted Whitmore, who's probably not even going to play now, uh, you know, at, barring some injuries. Um, but I mean, I, you know, Terry Eason, you know, guys like that, like, are you going to still play these guys? Because I think you need to. I think you just need to embrace it and just get after it. And find out where you need to fill in the gaps. And I, I just. If you're going to go with those with those vets long term, I just don't think that's good for these young guys. And, you know, they could end up, you know, walking out, you know, they could end up walking, you know, because of it. If you're the other part that's going to be really difficult is like 
you were saying, if Udoka is going to push, if Udoka is going to push for this concept of, you know, winning now and, you know, if he's coming into Houston thinking he's immediately going to win, that's going to be the issue for me. And like we talked about before the pod, like, okay, if, if that's the mindset of this team, then why weren't they looking to trade some young talent for a star? I, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I think Jalen Green's underrated as a trade asset. I do. I think oh, sure. that we're talking about a guy who is like basically hardly in the league and people are just like, not. I would, I would take Jalen Green in a headline deal to get a pretty good player. I, I would, if you're wanting to not get a, get a wing, um, if you're wanting to get a wing like Jabari, like, I don't know. To me, this is a type of team that should have really pushed for something. And if they felt this way, if they felt this urge and just to drop it on money is a risk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't necessarily know if, that's the way you want to build your team, but clearly they're stuck in it. They're in a mess. And I, to be honest, I don't know if they're going to be that much better in the West. I really don't. I don't think this team's a playing team, Bryce. I don't think they're playing team. Um, so, I mean, at this point, I mean, what are they exactly? Are they right back in the bottom of the cellar again? Very well could be, man. Goodness gracious. Jeez. Um, Next up, uh, an offseason that I find puzzling. And then, Bryce, I'd like to get another, another one. Um, I think the Toronto Raptors have had a horrible offseason. Um, and, and a really, really, really bad free agency. Um, in, in a league, Bryce, where people are desiring for stars, um, like Toronto, in my opinion, they were they have shown for at least two to three years that they've reached their peak with this core of players. And they agreed because they let Fred Van Vliet walk out the door like what? Siak, like to me, this is a team, Bryce, that they have to be. They have like they should have been able to point at a direction. Why isn't there a Siakam trade? That could have happened. Um, if you think that you could get, I mean, I know they rumor OG a lot, and I do think their asking price is too high for him, but mm-hmm. they, I, I am lost and, and kind of confused as to the direction of the team. I know that's a random name, but we're not ESPN. We don't just talk about the Lakers and every big market team. So, Bryce, what do you, what do you think of the Raptors? And I guess the, I find their offseason confusing. So maybe you don't find their offseason confusing, but I find it confusing because I think they could be looking to get inside the top five and start rebuilding with Scotty Barnes and seeing if Scotty and Grady Dick can be pieces that move them for the future. Hmm. Um, actually, I'm going to defend it a little bit here, Caleb. I, I actually think that they, they still have a very good team. Um, I think they missed on their coach. And I think that's going to come back and bite them. I think Masai got too cute there. Uh, but I also don't think that their offseason is over. I still think that they could move one of their guys um, they need to. With, with Siakam or, or OG. 
Um, I think Schroeder is a fine point guard to bring in, um, you know, a vet, somebody that's been on, you know, winning teams. I think that's fine. Kind of shocked that Jakob Pertl decided to resign after he said he didn't want to be part of a rebuild. Um, whatever they said in there, you know, obviously convinced them and he's going to make a heck of a lot of money too doing it. So good for him, but it is, it is a little odd. I don't think that that saga is over. So I'm going to hold off until the season starts before I judge him on that. That's fine. Um, that's fair. But so far, yeah. I mean, I, I, again, I think that team is fine. They just miss badly on the coach. Badly. I, I think I think they miss bad. I agree with you. They miss bad on the coach. But I, I just, it, for me, Bryce, with teams trying to so hard get that championship piece, that star piece, I do think Siakam's good enough to take your team from good to really good. I think OG can raise you up a level. I don't think he takes you from good to really good, but I think he can raise you up a level. Um, and I, I just, I'm, I, you're right. Maybe it's a TBD thing and maybe they're waiting for the right time to do it. But I, I am very confused about the Raptors offseason. Um, Bryce, uh, any free agency deals uh, that stick out to you, good or bad? Yes, yeah, so I'm actually going to go with a bad one here. Caleb, I am going to go with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Windhorse has told us to to wait and see like something may be happening there. We don't, we're not sure what, um, but so far they've done nothing to improve their team. Uh, in fact, I think they got worse by overpaying Max Struess. They are now going to be cash strapped to him. Uh, I think that was a really bad deal that they gave him. I believe it was what four years, sixty four million. I, I, I think, believe. yeah, four for 64, four for 64. Um, and it's, it, to me, that's a ter- that's, that's terrible. I think Struess is a product of the heat culture. I know Caleb hates saying, hearing that, no, uh, but. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Nice move, but go ahead. But they, I, I just, I just don't see how this helps them uh, in the long run. Uh, you know, re-signing Karis LeVert, I don't hate that. Um, and then they signed George's Niang as well, which again does nothing for the squad, in my opinion. So Cleveland, a team that you know we actually liked in the playoffs to beat the Knicks, completely fell apart in the playoffs um, and, and got absolutely dominated. So I, again, like Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell has already you know got his way out of one team. I'm sure he could do it again, and this time it probably will be New York, if anything. So this is this is not this is not it for Cleveland. They're going back to old Cleveland ways here. It's sad. I mean, Cleveland, Cleveland wanted to improve their wings. Uh, they wanted to get uh, some help in that regard, understandably. So, um, again, Bryce, I just feel like the thing that is going to have to happen in terms of the Cavs is like, I don't think you can get away. I think the reason I didn't like their moves is I don't think that their problem against the Knicks got fixed. I don't think they have a single guy, two or three guys off their bench who can play both ways. Which is my biggest issue with the Max Drews deal. He is a wing. And even though I am obviously not a big Max Struess guy, 
he's an NBA player. Yeah. And I, I mean, he, he is an NBA player and, but at the same time, he, he's, he's the opposite of a Coro. He's, he's terrific. He, he's good. He's a shooter, which Coro isn't, but that's about all he is. If you're asking him to defend, he's a target, right? So it's almost mm-hmm. like, well, what am I picking? And I literally think the Cleveland Cavaliers will say, well, Max Struess has a hot shooting night. We'll put him in. We'll keep him in. And if he doesn't, we're picking a call. And then that just makes me wonder, then why are you paying somebody like that $16 million? All right. I, I right. mean, like if, 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 if you wanted to open up money and, you know, if it was a trade, if it was a Jared Allen deal that you thought you could get a couple death pieces back, I don't know, throw Kuzma in, um, like somebody like that. I don't know, but I, I agree with you. I thought they missed the mark. And I honestly think that this deal will have long-term effects and it could be very possible that guys like Donovan Mitchell are going to get really unhappy and that they could be in a position where they don't have any of these guys, these promising young pieces. Got to sell the Rockets. Um, any teams that, you know, you talked about the Pacers. Um, you talked about their positivity. Any Anything along those lines for you in terms of, you know, a strong offseason that uh, we haven't touched on? Yeah. Yeah, I think I do have one. I actually, the more I look at it, um, the more I kind of like it. And I think they fill in the gaps nicely. Phoenix Suns. Um, you know, I was kind of low on some of the guys. I think signing guys, uh, you know, and Eric Gordon, I think really helps. Um, there are some guys that I don't like, but they also, you know, you got to do what you got to do in order to, you know, just get some type of production. You know, if, if one of Phoenix's big three goes down with injury, one or two, uh, I think if two goes down, two of them go down they're they're in big time trouble, but, um, I, I like what they did. I think James Jones did a nice job of filling in the gaps, like you said earlier. So they they have something. They need to finish it, though, because that window is, I, in my opinion, I think that window is very small for Phoenix. It, it, it could only just be a year before, you know. The, you I don't know. hate that. I don't so hate that. Yeah. We'll, we'll find out really quick, but they're, they're going to need the, those role guys to really show up, really show up. I agree. And they're at this point, they were stuck to minimums and they're really just hoping they can find some flashes in the pan. Um, I guess Bryce, when it comes to the Suns, did their off season, who are you putting above them? Who are you putting above them in the West? When you look at what they did in the off season, their roster is pretty much complete at this point, unless mm-hmm. they make some eight and trade. So I'm, I'm saying this is their team. And if yeah. you, you, the Eric Gordon piece of it is fun, gives them a nice option, but who are you putting above them? Is it only Denver? Do you have more teams than that? Um, I guess, yeah. I guess my question is how much, do, like, to me, this is the question that everybody has to answer. Instead of saying to themselves, well, they don't have a lot of depth. Well, they don't have this. They don't have that. They don't have this. They don't have that. Fine. Give me the teams that you're picking over them in a series. Um, I think right now, I for me, it's just Denver. I would like to stay Golden State, but I really, I, I don't know that they're done either, though. So I kind of want to wait and and watch and see what they do. 
um, before I say that, because again, you can't count them out, but as of right now, as it stands, I would say just Denver. I mean, you got three elite scorers on that team. Um, I think Vogel's a great coach. It's just, a, it's just a weird mesh of players, in my opinion. That's my only thing. I think it's just a weird mesh. So we'll see. But yeah, I think as of right now, I think it's just, just Denver. I agree. I, I, that's where I would probably lean just Denver and that's it. Um, there are teams that I think I could sneak up on them, but um, at this point I would lean them. Um, Bryce, a team that's been somewhat active uh, in the free agency market. And even today um, is the Dallas Mavericks, uh, Dallas Mavericks uh, re-signed Kyrie Irving, uh, your favorite point guard. Uh, they, they go out and they do a sign and trade to get Grant Williams um, so, uh, can we call them the Boston Mavericks perhaps? Uh, yeah, uh, I think we could. So what do you think of the Boston Mavericks? Well, obviously, I mean, when you, when you look at it, they got names. Uh, I think, man, I like Powell. I like Curry, Seth Curry. That is the Kyrie thing is just a concern for me. Massive red flag. I don't like Grant Williams. I'm not a fan of that at all. Uh, I think he he just he doesn't bring what what you need. I think they had a nice draft. I think it was nice that they got off the Bertans contract. Agreed. Again, this team just seems like a hodgepodge, and it's just not going to work out. As much as I love Luka Doncic, and I love I love him a lot. Yeah, you are. I like you him a lot. A I'm a big guy. Doncic guy. Yeah, I know that he he's subject to some criticism, but. This team still just isn't it. It ain't it. So I, I don't know what they need to do. I, I, I think uh, the guy that they have at GM, Nico Harrison, I think he's a terrible GM. Uh, I knew bringing in execs from Nike is not what you want. And Caleb, I see you just kind of like snickering because I feel like you're on the same page with me here. Are you saying that a shoe company shouldn't run your basketball team? I that is exactly what I'm saying, actually. <laughs> it doesn't work, man. It's just, it's just well, not friends with Kyrie. I don't care. That's dumb. <laughs> that's that's dumb. Fair enough. I mean, look, I do think oh, they objectively. Nailed. I do think they did a good job with the draft, but I agree with you on the grant stuff. I don't get it. Uh, I, I'm not as crazy on that moves as everybody else's. And if they re-sign Thibel, um for or no, like sign him, money, sign him, not re-sign. Like if they go out and try to get him and pay up for him, I mean, surely well, he helps we defensively. Do have, but we do have the offer sheet details. It is go a three-year, thirty-three million dollar sheet. The Blazers do have the option to match that, which I'm assuming they probably will if they trade Damian Lillard. Right? If I they would. don't, that if they don't, feel like a lot of money. No, it's. I mean, it's 11 mil a year. I would pay it. Yeah, yeah. I would match it. Yeah. I, I don't. I would. I thought it was honestly. I texted Alex this for our podcast. You know how much I thought he was going to get per year because I just thought the free agency was this wacky. Twenty. Eighteen million dollars a year. Okay, I was close. Yeah, you were close. But I genuinely believe that. I could see I it. I genuinely believe that. I could see it. And I think that, you know, when it comes to this whole 
concept. I mean, like we have to think about, I just look my, my, my thing with this deal for Dallas simply is, you know, you got rid of him. You, the Dallas pick that the Spurs got could be very good. Um, and I don't think Grant Williams moves you up a notch in the Western no. conference. No, I don't think he changes anything for you. And while I do think, and to be honest with you, I think they kept Kyrie because they didn't want to lose the asset. Yeah. They didn't want to lose the asset. Well, and I don't know if they really had a choice. Ah, you're right. And I, I, I think that'd be the, the, the concern, but if they can, you know, I'm not going to rule it out. I mean, at the end of the day, they, they've got some talent. They address the depth. Um, I, I think in general, they're, they're going to be a team that looks to push for a top five seed in the West. And mm-hmm. I'm not crazy on that theory. Uh, I, I personally believe that, you know, a team like Sacramento is here to stay. Um, you know, maybe Memphis slips down because of the jaw suspension. Um, do, if the Clippers don't make any moves in their depth, uh, do they fall? Uh, what about the Lakers? Uh, I mean, I think they, they, they're just, they're just going to have to figure out what they want to be. But they got to start winning, and they got to put a roster with Luka. They got to put a real roster with him, and I think you, I think you nailed that on the head. Um, trying to think of anything, you know, else in terms of what I what stuck out. I mean, obviously, we could talk through a lot of these teams and what they did, but. Um, I guess one team I did that did come to my mind and um, and I guess like I am fascinated to see what they do is like if they're really going to trade Harden, if Philly is really going to trade Harden, um, <laughs> is there any shot that Embiid doesn't stay because of that? I think, it, I think it depends. I think it depends on how Maxi turns out. And I mean, it early early signs say. I mean, it's it's going to work out. But I think that really depends. And I think it depends on what they get in the Harden trade if they can improve the roster based on what they get. You're right. I mean, I, I the other factor is can they? There's a, like. With with this team with Philly, they keep Harden around. Say he doesn't leave. Um, I mean, I think they're still very good. They're going to be right at the top again, top four or five seed again. Um, probably they're going to get another guy or two, maybe off minimums, cheap deals, because that 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 could be a roster that gets far to playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, my. But I, I mean, I'm going to talk about your guy here for a minute, Bryce. I mean, Maury's got to get his bias out of the way here. Ah, now he's got to get his bias. He's, he's, he, he's going to have to get his bias out of the way here and make the decision off truly what he thinks because the fact that, in my opinion, Maxine Harden is somewhat of a debate as assets says a lot about their situation. I like, okay, let me propose this hypothetically. Let's, uh-huh. let's just pick a random team, right? You just have a basketball team and Tyrese Maxey is on that team. You, you have Tyrese Maxey 
and I call you and I'm Daryl Morey and I'm James Harden. And I say, James Harden for Tyrese Maxey straight up. I can tell you what my answer would be if I was in your shoes, but what is your answer? Not, no, if I, if I have, if I have a Maxi, I'm saying no. I agree. And to me, that no. suggests that he's a better player as well. And if I already have two guys better than him and I can get younger pieces to kind of extend Philadelphia's window, I have to consider it. Mm-hmm. I'm not as, I mean, I understand people are talking about the Clippers as a potential fit there and I get it. Um, but the veteran, but they're only really going to flip veterans, right? I mean, they're only going to flip Probably. veterans. So, I mean, is that really what, are you wanting a mix of veteran and young guys? And can the Clippers provide that in your opinion? Like, I, I, I don't know. That's team I'm kind of in the TBD stages on. Yeah. Um, is there any other TBD stages uh, that you have before we conclude? No, I don't think so. No more TBD. I don't All right, think fair so. enough. No, fair enough. I mean, Washington, Washington could be a playoff team next year. But anyhow, um, it, we, uh, you know, our, our NBA, our NBA stuff will will be a little bit more on the diminished side. Um, we'll probably tweet about it. We'll say some things, but we're we will not be as focused on that. Um, and then we will also be off um, this coming week, so we will not have a pod for you next week. Enjoy um, vacation. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, for all the people that uh, want to just 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 enjoy another podcast or something, enjoy uh, cinema or something. Um, I, I think in general, um, you know, we'll regroup, we'll we'll discuss it, and Lynn Sanity will actually. I mean, it really won't feel like Lynn Sanity um, after the uh, the week after the vacation. Um, Bryce will mostly be taking uh, over uh, uh. a lot of the duties. Uh Um, that you sometimes will hear from me on occasion uh, in terms of hosting and in terms of all that stuff um, as we are going to gear up for the divisional previews. We are gearing up for divisional previews uh, and Bryce will be leading the charge on hosting those. Um, So it'll basically, I would almost, I mean, I would say it's, I mean, it's, I mean, is it a shady sanity or is it like a combination? You think it's shady oh, no. sanity? Okay. Oh, no. Shady no, no, sanity. No. We'll call if it shady sanity. I'm running it, baby. It's shady sanity. We'll call it shady sanity. We'll call it a full right. shady sanity. I didn't know if we, I didn't know what you thought about that. But we'll call oh, it shady yes. sanity. It's basically going to feel like a shady sanity um, for a while. Um, nothing is bad. Nothing. I'm not, this doesn't suggest anything. This doesn't suggest that we're not doing a podcast together anymore. Um, this is just us saying, hey, we're going to try something out. Um, we're going to push Bryce and, and, you know, we we hope Bryce can do this. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, opportunity taking his spot. I can learn about what he does for, you know, these podcasts. He can learn about what I do. There are these pods will work together again. No, I don't plan on this podcast stopping, nor does Bryce. We're just switching roles. Right. <laughs> we're just we're just switching roles. Um, we will have guests on, like usual, in terms of the you know, in terms of how that works. Um, you know, all of the favorites, all the guys that typically are on our network and more, uh, will still be involved with those, and we will bring on guests and make it fun. So, um, Bryce, do you have anything on the kind of the switching of uh, all of it? 
Do you have any uh, comments on it? We're going to have fun. We're going to have energy. And it's the best time of the year. It's NFL previews. How can, how can you not get freaking excited about that? So we're going to get after it. We're going to have some fun. We're going to have special guests on per usual. And that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, it should be a fun time. Um, and again, um, thank you for uh, listening in. And obviously, again, uh, we will not have a podcast for you next week. All right. Later.